Hey everybody, this is Karis Frigi, and this is a daily devotional podcast where I will read a portion of scripture, a new one every day, and then share some thoughts that I've written on it. I hope it encourages you. Good morning, everyone. Today is May 11th, and we're going to be reading Proverbs chapter 11 together in the ESV translation and then in the Passion translation. So here we go in verse 1 of Proverbs 11. It says, A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with the humble is wisdom. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the crookedness of the treacherous destroys them. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless keeps his way straight, but the wicked falls by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright delivers them, but the treacherous are taken captive by their lust. When the wicked dies, his hope will perish, and the expectation of wealth perishes too. The righteous is delivered from trouble, and the wicked walks into it instead. With his mouth, the godless man would destroy his neighbor, but by knowledge, the righteous are delivered. When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices, and when the wicked perish, there are shouts of gladness. By the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted, but by the mouth of the wicked, it is overthrown. Whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense, but a man of understanding remains silent. Whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets, but he who is trustworthy in spirit keeps a thing covered. Where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. Whoever puts up security for a stranger will surely suffer harm, but he who hates striking hands and pledge is secure. A gracious woman gets honor, and violent men get riches. A man who is kind benefits himself, but a cruel man hurts himself. The wicked earns deceptive wages, but one who sows righteousness gets a sure reward. Whoever is steadfast in righteousness will live, but he who pursues evil will die. Those of crooked heart are an abomination to the Lord, but those of blameless ways are his delight. Be assured, an evil person will not go unpunished, but the offspring of the righteous will be delivered. Like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman without discretion. The desire of the righteous ends only in good, the expectation of the wicked in wrath. One gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Another withholds what he should give, and only suffers want. Whoever brings blessing will be enriched, and one who waters will himself be watered. The people curse him who holds back grain, but a blessing is on the head of him who sells it. Whoever diligently seeks good seeks favor, but evil comes to him who searches for it. Whoever trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like a green leaf. Whoever troubles his own household will inherit the wind, and the fool will be servant to the wise of heart. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and whoever captures souls is wise. If the righteous is repaid on earth, how much more the wicked and the sinner. And then in the Passion Translation, That proverb says, starting in verse 1, to set high standards for someone else and then not live up to them yourself is something that God truly hates. But it pleases him when we apply the right standards of measurement. When you act with presumption, convinced that you're right, don't be surprised if you fall flat on your face. But walking in humility helps you to make wise decisions. Integrity will lead you to success and happiness, but treachery will destroy your dreams. When judgment day comes, all the wealth of the world won't help you one bit. 
So you'd better be rich in righteousness, for that's the only thing that can save you in death. Those with good character walk on a smooth path with no detour or deviation. But the wicked keep falling because of their own wickedness. Integrity will keep a good man from falling, but the unbeliever is trapped, held captive to his sinful desires. When an evil man dies, all hope is lost, for his misplaced confidence goes in the coffin and gets buried with him. Lovers of God are snatched away from trouble, and the wicked show up in their place. The teachings of hypocrites can destroy you, but revelation knowledge will rescue the righteous. The blessing that rests on the righteous releases strength and favor to the entire city, but shouts of joy will be heard when the wicked one dies. The blessings of favor resting upon the righteous influences a city to lift it higher, but wicked leaders tear it apart by their words. To quarrel with a neighbor is senseless. Bite your tongue, be wise, and keep quiet. You can't trust gossipers with a secret. They'll just go blab it all. Put your confidence instead in a trusted friend for he will be faithful to keep it in confidence. People lose their way without wise leadership, but a nation succeeds and stands in victory when it has many good counselors to guide it. The evil man will do harm when confronted by a righteous man because he hates those who await good news. A gracious, generous woman will be honored with a splendid reputation. But the woman who hates the truth lives surrounded with disgrace and by men who are cutthroats, only greedy for money. A man of kindness attracts favor, while a cruel man attracts nothing but trouble. Evil people may get a short-term gain, but to sow seeds of righteousness will bear a true and lasting reward. A son of righteousness experiences the abundant life, but the one who pursues evil hurries to his own death. The Lord can't stand the stubborn heart bent toward evil, but he treasures those whose ways are pure. Assault your neighbor and you will certainly be punished, but God will rescue the children of the godly. A beautiful woman who abandons good morals is like a fine gold ring dangling from a pig pig snout. True lovers of God are filled with longings for what is pleasing and good, but the wicked can only expect doom. Generosity brings prosperity, but withholding from charity brings poverty. Those who live to bless others will have blessings heaped upon them, and the one who pours out his life to pour out blessings will be saturated with favor. People will curse the businessman with no ethics, but the one with a social conscience receives praise from all. Living your life seeking what is good for others brings untold favor, but those who wish evil for others will find it coming back on them. Keep trusting in your own riches and down you'll go, but the lovers of God rise up like flowers in the spring. The fool who brings trouble to his own family will be cut out of the will, and the family servant will do better than he. But a life lived loving God bears lasting fruit, for the one who is truly wise wins souls. If the righteous are barely saved, what is in store for all the wicked? I love in Proverbs at the very end, that verse 30 in Proverbs 11, it says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and whoever captures souls is wise. We define righteousness yesterday as simply believing God. What this doesn't entail is self-righteousness, pious, self-centered holiness. True righteousness is a single human receiving the unmerited favor of God and dedicating their entire life to following after him. It has nothing to do with what I've done and how I'll perform, what I'll give God back, and everything to do with what he has done and what he gives me and how faithful he will perform what he has promised. And today we find ample reward in being a righteous person, ample reward in believing that God exists and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him, as Hebrews says. 
The righteous are delivered from death. Their way is straight. They are delivered from lust, here pictured as a tyrannical captor, delivered from trouble, delivered by knowledge of God on the inside of them. They have a sure reward, not an I hope so, but an I know so. Because the righteous steadfastly seek life, they will live and their children will be delivered. Because they trust in God and not in riches or the things of this life, they will flourish like a green leaf, able to make something useful out of sunshine and rain. The fruit of their life is also tree of life, meaning that those who believe God never do it just for themselves. Their faith becomes a place of shelter for others to rest in, a place of beauty for others to gaze at and find comfort in, a place of strength to stay rooted when things around them are being tossed by wind and storm. And it becomes fruitful, sending season by season new seeds down into the soil around them content to let whatever little deaths they experience to grow new life in others, as the dying leaves on a forest floor are found useful to the creatures therein. Every part usable and useful, every day rooted and trusted, waiting for God to provide whatever nourishment it needs to continue growing. In Proverbs 11, our hearts are left longing to believe God more. And we're challenged to lean more fully on him and to reap the sure reward of choosing him first. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. I love all the nature that's involved in these Proverbs and how he takes things from around his world that he's like walking through and he ties them into these spiritual principles. And what I was reminded of reading that proverb was Matthew chapter 13 when Jesus talks about the parable of the tiny mustard seed or of a mustard seed in the kingdom of heaven. And he says in verse 31, heaven's kingdom realm can be compared to the tiny mustard seed that a man takes and plants in his field. Although the smallest of all the seeds, it eventually grows into the greatest of garden plants, becoming a tree for birds to come and build their nest in its branches. I think the reason I was reminded of that is how often through this proverb we see that it's not just for that person's sake that they're righteous, but it's their offspring's sake and their neighbor's sake and the way that they bless a city's sake. It's these little decisions that you and I make every day to host the presence of God that allow our lives to be bigger than just for ourselves. It actually creates shelter for the very city we live in. I loved those verses where our words can bless a city, an entire city. And our little decisions of integrity today, of knowing God today, of living an upright life, they're not just for us, but they're for the people around us. They're for the people we don't know yet. They're for our children's children. It's an inheritance that we're passing on day by day. So I hope that encourages you. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll see you back here tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 12.